If you're a visionary and ambitious entrepreneur ready to untangle yourself from the hustle culture, get into flow state, and have some fun in the process, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm your host, Ankita Tarol, a Forbes and Entrepreneur Featured Coach and Entrepreneur. I'm bringing the strategy and the woo to help you lead from the heart. Hello and welcome to The Hard Art Entrepreneur. Um, I'm so excited that you are my first ever repeat guest. Oh, that's exciting. I'm very excited to be here. So in case you don't know this, besides being a one-on-one coach, I also am the co-founder of My Founder Circle and I got to work with Emily on all things MFC and we'll get into what MFC is in case you don't know. And if you are someone who is in the newer stages of entrepreneurship, that is that you're doing less than $5,000 a month, this is a super relevant episode for you. Or like if your revenue has been really erratic, which I would also kind of put in the same category, this is really relevant for you because we're going to go over some of the things that we're finding because we work with a lot of people in the early stage of entrepreneurship together. So super excited to get into this. But um, should we tell everyone really briefly what MFC is? Yes. My Founder Circle, which we call MFC, is a community and a platform that helps early stage female founders grow their revenue and build confidence in their business so that they can build their dream lives. So we're really targeting early stage founders, founders that are doing under 5 or 10K a month who really want to hit that revenue level so that they feel like their business works and they know that they're on the right path. And we help them do that in a variety of ways. And I think what's really important is that both of us are really aligned on how we do that. And so we're very like, we layer on mindset with strategy. And I think the benefit to having us is because of our kind of unique experiences, we're really well-versed in a lot of different businesses. Like we're also super interested in in a lot of different things. Like I, I dove so deep into email marketing at one point last year. That was funny, right? Like I was like, so deep in it. You're and like you're so deep in social hole. right now. Like I'm like amazed at how much you're both learning and studying about social and funnels and ads and all of that. I feel like we both get obsessive about learning about different things, which is great because then we get to use both of our skills to grow our business and we get to teach the founders that we work with all about that. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing about us is that we've brought in the best experts when we don't know enough. Okay, so... Actually, let's first talk about the common reasons why people don't hit 5K months. Well, even taking it beyond that, I think a conversation that we had the other day, I think is an important like setup for this, which is like, what are we seeing a lot of right now? Like basically this 5K conversation came up because we talk to so many founders, you and I do, like we between our one-on-ones, between MFC, like we just, we interact with so many founders. So a common problem we've been seeing is that a lot of founders are really struggling to hit consistent 5k months. Would you agree with that? I would. And I think that I think there's a lot of impatience in the online business world of getting there really fast. And I think the stories that are the outliers of people hitting X dollar months really dissuades people and makes them quit even. And, you know, sometimes they'll come to us and be like, I've been doing this and I haven't been able to hit this revenue. Or like, can you help me figure out what's wrong? But honestly, hitting 5K takes time. Like even the $5,000 mark, it just takes time because it is, there's so much 
foundationally that needs to be set up in your business to hit recurring revenue, no matter what the recurring revenue is. Definitely. To me, 5K is the first mark of like a healthy, good business. Yeah. And I think even more than the money piece is it gives the founder confidence in what they're building. So I think a lot of the struggle for early, early stage, if you're under 5K is you're like, am I building something people want? Like, does this work? Am I going to have to go back and get a nine to five? Like, is this my path? And once they hit higher revenue, then they get more confidence in their business, which obviously translates into, you know, then they come across more confident, their marketing does, et cetera. But what I'm seeing happen is everyone's skipping the foundations. Yeah. So it's because also like we're seeing on Instagram, everyone's making it seem so easy to make money. Everyone's like, put reels together and you'll make money. And it's like, okay, sure, that can work. But have you figured out, it only works if you figured out the foundations of your business. Right. And so we have seen, I like literally, I could talk about this forever. I think I'm obsessed with this right now, which is like, we see founders saying like, I don't know what to post on social media or my social media is not getting any engagement. And the issue is that they didn't do the foundational piece. It's not the social media. So it's like, we're focused on the wrong things. You know, one thing that I would love for us to answer for anyone listening is what are the foundations of business? Because we go into it in so much depth with our clients and we can talk about what our current offers are. But I think it's really helpful to lay out the foundations perhaps so that people are like, oh, have I done this? And if I haven't, then I shouldn't be impatient about skipping to the last step, which is signing clients. Like signing clients comes after you've established the basics. The other thing is, I'll say this before we say what it is. So many founders are like, I've done that. But my question is like, have you really done it to a deep level? So like one of the foundations is like, who is your customer? Like, what is your brand story? What do you offer? What pain points do you solve? How do you affect your ideal customer's life? And people will be like, I know that I did that. But they haven't actually done it deep enough to where everything that they're creating goes back to that. I think that's such a good point. And I think it's also really important to say that I think it's really important to revisit the foundations Yes, every so often. Like I would even argue like every six months, like just spend a day revisiting the foundations. Be like, do I still know who I serve, how I serve, what, like why me? And yeah, I think that it's like just... If you do that regularly, like there's so much in business that will just feel a lot easier to you because you're clear when someone is is an ideal fit. Definitely. Okay. So let's, do you want me just to say what, basically what we think the foundations are? Yes. Really fast. I think that would probably be helpful for our listeners. So first it's really defining like who you target and what you do. And I talked about that just a few seconds ago and really diving deep into like the pain points. And then the numbers break down. Like if you're going to hit 5k a month, how many of your widgets, we talk about this a lot, do you have to sell to get there? And is that realistic? Like if you sell a $1 widget, you got to sell a lot more, then you got to have a bigger audience. Then the marketing fundamentals of how are you going to speak to your customer and properly communicate the transformation you provide? Then the next piece is where and how are you going to build your audience? And then the last piece that we talk about a lot is getting out of your own way and making sure that your mindset is in the right place to get there. Yeah, I mean, and I, I I do think that what you were saying about your audience, and I think that as you get more data, you're going to know a little bit about like what is your average conversion rate, which will also just help you 
be like, okay, like, do I sell bus? If you're selling high ticket, do you sell bus just going face to face and forming really deep relationships, either with individuals or companies, if you're a B2B? Or are you like mass market and you're like, I just need time and like, I need to put money behind press. I need to put money behind ads. I just need to grow my social and like, I'm okay, like waiting and like riding that right. waiting period. Right. But so many people are like, I need press. I need to grow my social, but they don't have these foundational pieces figured right. out. And so they're like trying to grow and it's not working. And it's just funny. I feel like a light bulb has gone off for you and I over the last six months where we keep coming back to this, where we keep seeing this, where it's like they think they're clear on their customer or they think they're clear on their transformation, but it's not clear enough. Right. And I mean, and we've had so many clients that have come to us for my founder so cool to say, can you help me scale? Or like, can you help me hit $50,000 a month? And honestly, their entire business is super haphazard. And it's like, you know, taking a minute to clean that up and to really redefine before you can scale. Well, and I hate, well, I don't hate to say this. I think people might hate this, but like you have to hit 5K first. Yes. I mean, I literally, literally. You you know, we've had so many brand new founders say, I want 30K months. Yeah. And like, that's amazing. But have you done 5K? Because five comes before 30. So yeah. And it's easy to watch people. I, I seriously think like the internet has like made us jaded a little bit where we're like, well, they got 30K months, you know, but also everyone can say something on Instagram. Everyone can say they got a 30K month on Instagram. Like, is it true? First of all. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like also just separating out revenue from profits and like, you know, slowing it down for a minute and being like, just as an example. And I think that this is something like you're really proud of talking about is the fact that like you did hit six figures in your business in your first year in business. But then you're like, but to put it in perspective, I spent 10 years building that audience. And be like, even that is a really important detail. To be like, if you don't hit that $100,000 in your first year, it's because yeah. you don't have an audience. Let me explain that a little bit more because I don't know if your listeners know exactly what we're talking about. So I built my first business, The Stylist LA, over 10 years, scaled it to seven figures. My first year in my coaching business, I hit six figures in my first year. That's because of what I, the foundation I'd built before. Right. And the reason why we think that's so important to say is like, what is the saying? Like every overnight success is 10 years in the making. Like it's easy to look and say like that person scaled so easily. How did that person do it? But there's usually more of the story. Yeah. I mean, and again, completely transparently, it took me 18 months to hit my first 100K. But once I hit it, it was so much easier for me, like going forward, right? And I think that that's not uncommon. And I'm like, hey, we're two different founders and two completely different. I was starting from scratch, like I came from a job. But it's like the patience, because a lot of founders quit when they don't get the immediate results. Right. I mean, you have to stay in the game. But I also think there's another piece to it, which is like, if you've been struggling to hit 5K for two years, then you don't need to quit. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want you to quit but you may need to change what you're focused on. Yeah, and I think that what we cover is we cover all the pillars. So like we go into like the strategy pillar, which is very much like, what are you selling? Who's your audience, et cetera. We talk about marketing. We talk about both inbound and outbound leads or attracting and creating clients or like however you want to say it. And that also includes we talk, us talking about SEO and we brought in an incredible SEO specialist recently because it seemed like everyone was interested. We've had an experts before on press and like I love press and I love talking about it but you know I am not a journalist and so we brought we've brought in a couple of different people before and then on the like actual like kind of financial side we give them spreadsheets and we like really equip them with 
data that they can make their own sort of decisions on how what is their profit margin? Well, what you're talking about is co-founders lab, which we haven't mentioned yet, but it's oh, yeah, our that is true. I'm just saying we give them and like who's them? Yes. I'm just saying well, I'm our just clients, saying. our clients. I mean, we've done this multiple different times, but our current version of it is this like small lab that we run together. That's specifically uh, targeting basically like we're we saw this problem of people struggling to get to 5K. We were running these programs that were higher end masterminds, higher level, and we just saw this hole in the market. And so we've created co-founders lab, which is specifically targeting and helping founders who are trying to hit their 5K months. We're helping them bridge the gap. We're helping them go back to those those foundational steps. And once they figure it out, they're quickly hitting those 5K, 10K months. Exactly. And at the moment, the, w- the way that we found this to work, and I think maybe we should talk about this a little bit, is we really thought that it was really important to have like learning modules that people can do in their own time, to have templates that are like super easy drag and drop, to have live coaching calls where they bring their questions and like everyone gets to be in a hot seat and we answer their questions. And then to have the community, which is each other, and like we mash them into small accountability pods so that they really get to dive deep. And I'm so proud of what we've created. Yeah, it's a really cool program. And I, I just want to say, I think it's really interesting. Like another thing that we're really, I'm really proud of is that we listened to the market. Like we were like, kept seeing this. We kept talking to founders who weren't at the stage to be in the high level mastermind yet, but they were just spinning their wheels. And they really wanted something like we've had people like wanting to join our our like high level mastermind, which for context for anyone listening, this last round was $6,500. Like we had people wanting to join that and it would have been a significant investment for them, but they were not at that stage. So we wanted to create something that was like way more affordable. That was like giving them all the components that they needed. And so I'm, I'm really excited about what we've created and it's truly transformative for everyone that's in it. And I think I'll say like, this has become part of our mission, right? Which is really focusing on this early stage where it's so hard. When you're in that early stage, you don't have the confidence yet a lot of times, which I think is the hardest part. Like I can say building the stylist delay was super hard, but at least even at 750K, like we had raving fans. You know, we had raving fans that were obsessed with us. So I was so confident in what we were building. I think the beginning is really hard. And so it's become part of our mission to help this stage of founder. and. Even beyond co-founders lab, we're creating a lot of content around it. We have freebies around it. You know, it's it's becoming like I think a big part of who we are at MFC is to really help female founders get over this hump. Yeah, exactly. Can we talk about some of the like results that we're seeing as a result of working with us? Yeah, definitely. I would love to. So I can I can start. And I, I want to say that we work with both product and service-based founders and the, it's kind of like choose your own adventure with the learning modules, but like in the on the live calls, we're very kind of clear about giving different advice to depending on your sort of business. And then in the accountability groups, which are very hand selected, we do group people that are in similar kind of industries together so that you can collaborate with each other. So I just wanted to set the stage for that. But what I think I'm finding is just like people realizing their biggest mistakes and stumbling blocks in like truly changing the trajectory of their business. And like sometimes those like blocks are like mental blocks of being like, oh shit, I didn't realize that I haven't been like 
putting my offer out there like I should. And I've just been sitting, posting on Instagram, hoping that people will come to me. And sometimes they're just like, oh, my website is not findable on Google. Even beyond that, like I think, and it's funny, I I keep harping on this, but like they're becoming so clear on who they actually are as a business. Yeah. Who they target, like really, truly digging deep into what they're like, what they're providing their customer because that's the first step. And then they're like, okay, now SEO matters. Right. That's what I think is one of the coolest things. And also seeing people who have product companies launching new offers because they know in order to hit the revenue goals they want that, that, you know, they put them into our revenue roadmap and they see that getting to 5k with what they're selling now is tricky or getting to 30k with what they're selling now is tricky. So they're adding in a subscription component or they're adding in a different offer. Yeah, I think data is such a friend, you know, like it really helps you make really wise decisions. I mean, and I think also that when you put everything down on a spreadsheet and have numbers in front of you, you will realize perhaps that your original goal was perhaps not big enough or or maybe you don't meet that goal. And so, yeah, I think we're really good about working with both numbers, like in terms of revenue, but also profitability and like paying yourself as a founder when that time comes knowing what your options are, just make making decisions from an empowered space so you don't feel burnt out before your business takes off. Well, hopefully ever, but at least not before your business takes off. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, I, I keep saying it, but like that, the, that phase is just so hard. And I think what we're doing with Co-Founders Lab is we're giving them the foundational pieces they need that will save them so much time too, right? Like you don't need to struggle at 4K for two years. Right. Put these foundations in place and then build your company from there. That's so much better. So can we talk about just when the next co-founders lab launches for anyone listening to this in real time or just before the launch? We are live launching, which means that not only do you get access to the content, but you also get others coaching and you get the accountability groups and all of that incredible goodness. Yep. And doors open December 5th. And we kick off in January. And we have bonuses and all that if you sign up in December as opposed to waiting till the last moment. We've made it super affordable. We have payment plan options, even though like it's not a very large investment. But, you know, we understand that it's an investment and we take it very seriously. Right. And just to not hide price, it's $1,250, which we think is absolutely a steal for the like $10,000 plus of information in there. And well, let me just say that's in 2023. In case anyone's listening to this in 2024, check back because it might, oh, yeah, it might be <laughs> But our car, the other thing that's important to note is like we will close sales in December. Yeah. So we're not gonna have the door open up until we we lie like we actually launch the program in January. Everybody must sign up in December. Yeah. And I think that we're just excited to do this and to help you kick off the new year with your dreams and with your vision and with like really making moves in your business. And we already have a couple of people actually who've, who are on the wait list and they're incredible. So it's going to be an amazing group. And it's just an incredible way to like stop doing what doesn't work. If you've been sitting and spinning your wheels at a lower revenue level, like it's probably time to invest in help. And we both have so much experience in this space. And I just think that this is like, it's almost like your crash course entrepreneur MBA, right? Like, and we've made it so it's not overwhelming. We're not giving you content you don't need. It is right. so tailored to exactly what you need to figure out to get that consistent revenue. 
Yes. And I think in case anyone is interested, we're going to be hosting a series of live workshops leading up to this. And I'm going to just put that information in the show notes. So if you're interested and curious about the program, come to the workshop because you will get a ton of information that you need even to implement right away. And you'll get more info and get to ask questions about Co-Founders Lab. Yes, definitely. It's going to be it's going to be fun. And I think we're just so excited about focusing in on this this type of founder because you think you know they really could use the support and we're very passionate about about that space. Just a couple of questions that I know people will often ask us about this. Do they have to be full-time founders? No. We have a ton of people actually that have jobs or that have multiple businesses that join it and we make it a very manageable pace but still get a lot done. So it doesn't matter if this is your side hustle, but if you are at under 5k in any business and having like, things are not clicking yet, like join it. Like this would be really helpful for you. And even if you've hit 5K, but it's not consistent. Yeah. It's a good place. This is a good place for you as well. People will ask how many people are in the program or in accountability groups. So the accountability groups, what what are we capping them at? Do you five. remember? Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So accountability groups will be capped at five. The cohort itself is not capped. But I think you and I both can say that if we have a large, large number of people, we'll add in extra calls. Or right. We'll we would extra. split the group up so that you guys get personalized attention. Let, let let us just say that everyone gets to ask their question. Perhaps not on every call because we want to give everyone really detailed, like really go deep. But we also have a Voxer chat between sessions. And so you can always rely on each other and like really draw on the group wisdom in there. Like what we're creating is just really special because it's such a special space to to kind of grow together and to be committed to your business and your vision and to do it right. Right. Any other last thoughts before we close? I think an important thing is people always ask, like if they can't show up live, we record the calls. They usually go out and into your like Kajabi portal, same day usually, sometimes next day. We, I think something that really sets us apart, I think there's two things I just want to say really fast. One is that we have such different and incredible experiences and strengths. And two is that like we go really deep for our founders. So it's like what's cool is we just did this SEO workshop. Somebody in co-founders lab asked about SEO. Then a few other people were like, I really wish I knew more about SEO as well. So we brought in an expert and to anyone in any of our programs, they were allowed to come. So we do what it takes to get you to the next level. As long as you're willing to do the work, and you're willing to commit and make the investment, we're there to help you get there. I think that's a really good point. And also to say that we don't just get in randoms for as guest experts, we get in people that we've hired ourselves or that have come highly recommended. Right. We're not like posting a form saying who wants to come speak to our group, (laughs) writing a hundred people fill it out. Like we're, we are picking the people and they're also saying yes, because they know us, they know our network and they want to be a part of that too. And if anyone wants to listen to more of both mine and Emily's stories, go go look up the first three episodes because there's a there's an episode about me and there's a story of, and there's an episode about Emily's story. So like you really get a really good sense for who you're working with and who what you're signing up for and like our experience. And we won't go into it too much here, but it's on both sides of venture capital. It's in product and service based businesses. It's in coaching. It's in so many different things. And like just having done this for years, having trained in it, having studied all these different things. Like we're constantly getting better for our clients and 
It would be an honor to have you in our workshops and in co-founders lab if that feels good. Yes, we'd love to. Well, thank you so much, Am, for hopping on here with me to talk about this. Of course, one other thing to say is if you have any questions, if anyone's listening, my founder circle on Instagram, we're super active in there. If you have any questions or want you know, some advice on what you're building or anything, you can always send us a DM there. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Uh, and one of us is always in there, usually only. She'll answer, but... I'm obsessed with Instagram. That's in real. I don't go on in Instagram. In a healthy way, though. I love Instagram in a healthy way. That's how I built my first business. I wish I was healthy relationship with... I had a healthy relationship with Instagram. That doesn't exist over here. But, you yeah. know, we're working on it. Yeah. Um, can I ask you one last question, which is just... I haven't done this since... I haven't asked you, I asked you this in your first episode, but do you have a wish for anyone listening to this episode? Yes, I wish. I might have said the same answer. I'm now scared. I don't remember what I said first. That's okay. If that, you're consistent, if nothing else. Okay. So. I wish that anyone listening to this episode, especially female founders, were less hard on themselves. Okay. I love that. Get the help you need, guys. We're here. And like find communities, coaches, people that you love and that you can lean on. Thanks again, Em, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this episode with your friends. Until we meet again, dear entrepreneur, I hope you remember to lead from your heart.